Wanna whisper in your ear that you're, that you're good enough I wanna change the way you see you, you're strong enough Say them not know that you got more than meets the eyes And them not see you making stride after stride Leading ladies are always at war. Entrepreneurship is war. Being authentically you in a world that celebrates everything plastic is war. Doing something outside of your family's regular function is war. Stepping out of your family's normal way of living, that's war. Choosing to do you, you know it's war. (laughs) This is why you need a tribe. You need a community of people that will support you in thriving to accomplish your goals. It's what Queen Tings is all about. Taking your internal harmony out of other people's hands and putting it in your own hands. Being authentically you and utilizing your God-given gifts, which attracts your real tribe and building a legacy for those who are coming after you. That's what we're all about. That's Queen Tings, that's our gift to the world. Now, I have to be really honest with you all. Um, I am in the midst of all of these feels today, emotionally raw. Um, I had about two hours of therapy today and OMG. Um, There was so much healing that took place in that moment, but I have to be honest with you. It was not... um, it wasn't comfortable. It was it wasn't one of those things where you're just like, "Yes, let's let's kill this. Let's do this." No. You know, there's work that goes into this. I like to um liken healing to being in physical therapy, you know, when people have times in their lives where they've been through an accident or you've had physical trauma, it takes time, you know, to learn how to walk again, to, you know, um, learn how to thrive again, to learn how to eat again. For some who have really suffered major physical trauma or brain damage, you know, um, and our emotional um, traumas are no less traumatic than the physical trauma of, you know, going in and being in a car wreck or or you know something damaging you know falling off of a horse and you know getting paralyzed in that way we see those physical traumas and so you know we know okay next thing is therapy but when certain things happen to us emotionally sometimes we don't realize how devastating the trauma is we keep trying to move forward and we don't realize that there have been some damages um And so being in therapy today, it was much like in some areas of my life, literally trying to learn how to walk again. And sometimes that can be so very frustrating. You know, you ever see, you know, movies or some of you in 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 your life, you have experienced yourself or you've seen other people working through um, physical therapy and they are trying to walk with all of their might. Legs are not doing what you know, what you want them to do and you're pushing for it. And in your mind, I should be able to walk. I should be able to move forward. I should be able to do what I need to do. Um, but nothing is happening here. So why, why am I stuck? What, what is it that needs to be done? And, and so therapy is there to help those, um, those issues, those situations that are in our lives. Um, and some of us, and and I'll say myself, I lived so long, um, 
in a frame of mind that was coined as spiritual. Now, I see it more as a religious frame of mind where, you know, Jesus is going to take care of it all. You just keep praying. No, don't do any intentional work. Just keep praying and all of your troubles will go away. Well, the more that I prayed is the more that um, I was directed towards going and getting therapy and intentionally doing some work. And so that has been um, a very intentional part of my own life. Um, And that's why I'm so passionate for other people to hop into uh, moving life forward. And it's not it's not an easy decision to make. Sometimes we want to make the decision to heal, um, but we're not ready to do the work. We're not always ready to commit to something so huge. Um, in my own life, it was heal, like intentionally heal or die early, literally. Like <laughs> my physical body um, started showing you know, hey, remember this trauma when you were a little girl? Remember that? Do you like my physical body? Like there's a book out there that's called The The Body Keeps the Score. My physical body had kept score of things that I had forgotten. And so it has taken um, prayer. It has taken uh, therapy, some coaching, you know, um, to just help me to really move forward. I saw um, two women in my family that meant a lot to me, my mom and her baby sister, they both passed away before their time. And they both passed away with major trauma, with major pain that was never talked about. Both women in ministry at that time, I was in ministry, um, as well, still in ministry is just manifesting a different way now as I coach others. Um, but they were both in ministry, looked like, you know, everything was amazing. You have the world at your fingertips, you know, um, but they both passed away before their time with so much trauma that was not dealt with. There was so much pain as they um, both, you know, in different in, in different seasons, uh, you know, some years apart from each other, but both passed away with so much hurt so so many injuries um to the point where it was just like there's no reason to continue (laughs) in this fight that we call life um and sometimes we don't realize how important it is to stop ministry to stop you know the business and and i i have to be honest it's not easy to stop all of those things um, so that you can heal, but it's important to take some time away to be able to do those things, to, to, to focus, to intentionally focus on making sure you're okay. Now we'll do that if we get a cancer diagnosis or, you know, some debilitating physical disease, we'll do that. But when we start having mental um, issues or pains or depression, a lot of times we don't stop and pay attention to that and intentionally look toward healing. And um, that has been, you know, something in my own family um, that, you know, it was really a letdown, you know, for myself, for 
um, my five children, I have four daughters and one son. When I saw that in my aunt's life, I saw that in my mom's life. You know, there were things that I saw in the life of my grandmother on that side of the family. You know, we could say, you know, these are generational curses, you know, to live your life like this. Um, but it's not so much of, you know, <laughs> like some devil somewhere with a pitchfork and horns um, in invoking all of these horrible things in our lives um, as much as it was serious generational patterns um, that are modeled. And then, you know, those who are coming after you see those models, follow them um, and follow them seriously because of thinking that this is how God wants life to be. Um, and then learning later that the way that we had been really needed to seriously change the way that we parented, the way that we did church, all of those things seriously needed to change. Um, and so it's on my heart big time to really talk about um, just the, <laughs> the, the ranting, the, you know, the raving of leading ladies you know when leading ladies get ugly it's not just that this is a bad person um or this is a horrible leading lady a lot of times it's because as leading ladies we don't stop and heal we do not intentionally stop and heal um a lot of times we wait until things are too far gone until the anxiety attacks are just too overwhelming the panic attacks are taking over we think that we're having a heart attack um some of us deal with like serious ailments strokes and um just breakdowns emotional breakdowns um and when i started to realize that I was seriously close to a nervous breakdown. Um, I knew that, okay, I have got to get some help. And as I started to heal, I started to see some generational patterns that needed to shift. I started to see some marital patterns that needed to shift that did not go the way that I expected it to go. Because sometimes you feel like everybody's going to be happy for me because I'm healing. Yes, here we go. Well, everybody doesn't like when you heal because sometimes when you heal, it causes you to stop doing for them what has made them comfortable for all of the time that you were, you know, ill, literally ill, you know, trying to function and do life with all of these traumas and injuries. Um, so I really had to face a lot of that. Um, a lot of, you know, recognizing abuse that was so normalized in my family line that I didn't even know that it was abuse. I, you know, I had to go and really deal and find out like, Oh my God, that is an abusive pattern that I have allowed that I thought was normal. <laughs> you know, you don't even know sometimes how much damage is taking place in your life and in your heart until you get really, really serious. And so um, prayerfully, I looked for a therapist to really help um, and there were times like at some points I would have 
three different therapists in one week talking with me, you know, and a coach. (laughs) Because in my life, I started to deal with needing to deconstruct the way that I did things spiritually. That that has been a huge thing, deconstructing um, the spiritual, (laughs) my spiritual life. Um, where I found that there were many things that were more bondage to me than freedom. Um, and then, um, deconstructing the way that we did family, the way that, that I was doing marriage. Um, only one party was super happy with it. Um, and so deconstructing all of those things, it began as one thing, but then it was almost like an avalanche of things that took place. Then my mom passed away in the midst of, you know, um, starting the divorce process. Uh, my, my church family, I had to walk away from that so that I could heal. So there were so many losses in such a small amount of time that I had therapists looking at me like, how are you even functioning right now. And I know um, that I wasn't doing it in my own strength. I know only only God <laughs> could help me um, to deal and still, you know, moving through. One of the things that I have realized that as I have um, pressed towards healing, healing is not a destination. It's a journey. It's something that we will always be doing. And once you deal with, you know, one childhood trauma or some adulthood traumas, once you deal with those, if you continue living, there are other things that are going to happen and you're going to have to heal from those things as well. And so that's why I say healing is a journey. It is not a destination. Um, I, you know, as I move through the healing journey, the more that I have healed, I have become an authorized dealer for others to heal um, and heal so that they can move forward, find themselves, find the business that's inside of their hearts, find the relationships that can support them in their journey of healing. The journey of life is a healing journey. Um, And so I'm very intentional. I'm very passionate about seeing women thrive, seeing women um, find themselves again. We often give our power to others so readily, so easily, um, that when that power is given away, we become powerless to heal. We, we, at least we think we are. We're powerless to deal with our trauma because I gave my power away to this man or I've given my power away to this woman or I've given my power away to an organization and I am not being cared for. As a matter of fact, I find, I found in my own life and I find in the lives of many others that a lot of times as you know, you're moving forward in life and you're wanting to heal, I find as I help others and as I have, you know, worked through some things in therapy myself, that a lot of the people that surround us are not really here for it. (laughs) Like, they're not really here for um, you healing. You know, a lot of times we think that we're being cared for so much until we start to step into a space of healing and we realize that the people around us are not really there for our healing. They're there so that we can make them comfortable or, you know, they're there so that 
we can keep up an image, you know? So we hear things like, why don't you just pray a little longer to make sure that your marriage, you know, (laughs) your marriage stays together or, you know, what are you doing to make sure that the fire, the sexual fire is there in your marriage where you're like, wait a minute, (laughs) I'm dealing with so much trauma. I don't feel like having sex with anyone and please give me a break so that I can heal. But a lot of times there is a demand for you to continue performing when you just, you need a minute, like give me a minute. Um, So as I encourage you to heal, as I encourage you to move into spaces where you can attract the healers that you need to attract. And when I say healers, sometimes those healers are people who um, are nutritionists, you know, that help you heal in your physical body. Your therapist, your coach can be a healer. There are people that are around that have a gift of helping you do you better. You know, um, I've even met um, hairstylists, makeup artists that have healing in their hands and they are therapeutic. It's a therapeutic. There are therapeutic people all around um, where if you can be really intentional about healing, you'll attract those therapeutic people that are there. There are times where you need to attract a friend that their presence is just therapeutic. I have a daughter. One, She's my, my second born daughter. When I would have um, uh, morning sickness when, from my third pregnancy, um, I would have morning sickness and I would just, you know, get her go get justice, you know, bring her here. And when this child would come near me, if she put her hands on me, not, you know, not praying or anything, it was just her presence that was healing. She's a healer, you know. Um, And so she would come around and I would feel better. The morning sickness would go away. The anxiety would go away because this child um, is just one of those people that have the gift of healing. And so there are so many people around. Some people know that they have it and they have honed in on that skill. Find them, you know, search for them. As your heart starts to look for your healers, expect those people that are around that can help you walk through. And I'm not talking about a magic trick, you know. Um, so many times, and I'm, I, I'll, <laughs> I'm going to give you this story. This story is very dear to my heart almost makes me cry every time that I think about it. Um, A young woman that I loved, that I wanted to help as much as I could, had a breakdown. And in the midst of her breakdown, everyone in church started to surround her and pray in tongues and all loud, you know, and this girl is on the floor and she's freaking out and they're all looking at her as though she's demonically possessed and they're going to pray in tongues and get rid of this demon. This is why I knew it was some, it was time for some deconstructing. This was definitely um, a confirmation of that. Um, The only thing that I could do in that moment was literally cover her from them. I, I, you know, I laid across her, held her in my arms. And all I could do was say, you're okay, you're safe. 
I love you, you know, um, because she was not demonically possessed. She was having a mental breakdown. And we in that space as, you know, religious people were not equipped to deal with people having mental breakdowns. We would just see anybody acting up, anybody with a chemical imbalance in their brain. They have a demon, you know, (laughs) and um, I just wanted to hold her and love her. And when she came to when she when she got back from her mental breakdown, one of the only things that she could remember was me telling her she was safe and that I loved her and that I'm here. You're going to be okay, you know. Um, And so that was one of my points of reference for, you know, my decision to say, I got to deconstruct in some areas because I knew then I am an authorized dealer of mental wellness, of mental healing so that you can do business better. I've come across so many people that look so glamorous and look so amazing when it comes to the external realm. You have so much money and you are doing so well, um, but internally empty, internally you're hurting, internally there is another level of healing that you need to encounter or there is a void that needs to be filled. And I know we have heard There is a God-shaped void in every human being and only God can fill that void. Well, there is a friend-shaped void that needs to be healed by having good friends around you, safe friends, therapeutic friends. There is a void inside of you that only your coach or your therapist or your mentor or counselor can, can fill, yes? And so we search to have God fill um, friendship voids <laughs> and we search and try to have God fill therapy voids. Well, what about your food void? You go and you get external food so that you can eat. God doesn't fill that void. So let's allow <laughs> other people to fill the voids that they're supposed to fill and stop cramming God into spaces that God was not wanting to try and fill. When we do that, when we cram God into spaces that other people should fill, that food should fill, because we have people that that fast for all of these days and all of these nights and life remains the same, you know, um, you know, trying to cram God into a like. Let's stop boxing God in. Let's allow God to be God and let's let our friends be our friends. Let's let our therapists be our therapists and our doctors be our doctors, right? So it's so important as we move forward um, that we recognize how important our minds are, how important your soul is, how precious your creativity is. And when you are intentional about your creativity, protecting your creativity, when you are given the tools to protect your creativity, to protect your heart, to protect um, your valuable mind, your soul, which is not like a tire. You can't just say, oh, I'll replace it with another one. Once you wear that out, listen, (laughs) you don't get another mind, right? 
it's important that you are intentional about your mind. That you stop putting off your healing journey for next year or when you can afford it. Um, My partner and I, we were laughing today uh, because we were talking about how if we could not come up with the money to have therapy um, regularly, we would go sell lemonade. We would start... (laughs) putting all of our stuff on offer up. We would take out loans just so we could have a therapist in our lives. And I think it is so important that we start to invest in what is most important, that we prioritize our souls. You feed your body every single day. Your soul needs to be fed. If your body has an ailment, you either take some sort of medicine or you work towards getting that healed. You go to the doctor, you have someone give you a prescription, you try to get rid of whatever it is that is ailing you. We need to stop ignoring our mindsets, the seat of our creativity, the seat of our imagination, the seat of where our lives move forward. Some of us have been stuck year after year after year because we have not prioritized our souls, our hearts, our desire to move forward. We haven't prioritized it. And so instead of prioritizing our own healing, we start to focus on doing things for other people, following other people's visions, hopping you know, into other people's businesses and making sure that their dreams come true while our dreams sit on the shelf and rot. While our own creativity is hidden. Yeah. (laughs) So I want you to be really intentional about healing, about deconstructing if you need to. These are life transitions (laughs) that we often need help. We need support with these things. Um, And so I would love to be on your journey with you. I am here. I have experienced so many things. I've helped so many people um, move their lives forward. And I am intentional about moving my own, which makes me passionate about moving your life forward. So I want you to be really intentional. I want you to go to iqueenup.com and choose the button that says, work with LaShawn. Let's get a one-on-one. Let's start talking um, and let's set, set aside a strategy, an intentional strategy for you to move forward. No, it is not easy. No, it is not free. <laughs> this takes an investment in yourself. And so being willing to make an investment in yourself so that your life can move forward, it's a, it is a priceless thing when you find Um, someone that can be on your journey with you and help you move forward in life. So good to talk with you all. I hope that you have an amazing, amazing day. And I hope that you are ready to make an amazing decision to move your life forward. It drips constantly. Love cannot help but to drive fear from its roots in you. You are loved. You are loved.